Before we begin the podcast, I want to ask you one question. What is God in all things worth to you? Perhaps you look forward to this podcast every Monday on your drive to work. It's your little dose of grace-filled energy to start the week. Is it worth at least a few bucks? I realize we can't all make a monthly commitment, but how about just a one-time donation? If you make a donation of at least $5 before the end of January, you'll be entered to win one of two books. The first is Pope Francis, Life and Revolution, a great new biography of the Pope by journalist Elizabeth Piquet, who knew Francis well when he was the Cardinal of Buenos Aires. The second book is An Ignatian Book of Days, a daily inspirational book with insights and reflections from many Ignatian voices, including me. There's an excerpt from the God in All Things blog in the book on the page for June 19th. So a donation of at least $5 will give you the chance to win one of these two books. Just go to godinallthings.com slash donate to make a donation. That will be your entry. Two winners will be randomly selected at the beginning of next month. And while a donation is appreciated, it's not required to enter. For official rules, just hop on over to godinallthings.com and shoot me an email for more info. Okay, now on to some spiritual insight for this week. This is the God in All Things podcast, rooted in Ignatian spirituality and seeking the presence of God in the everyday. This podcast is devoted to Ignatian spirituality, which means it draws from the spiritual exercises. You've heard the exercises referenced here and there on the podcast, but what exactly are they? The spiritual exercises are not what began Ignatian spirituality. That would be St. Ignatius' life. But Ignatius' life is what inspired the spiritual exercises, one of the greatest gifts to the Church. The Exercises is a handbook written by Ignatius for spiritual directors to guide retreatants through a month-long silent retreat. It comes from his own prayer, discernment, and life experiences. The purpose of the retreat is to transform a person through a deeply intimate encounter with God, primarily through the person of Jesus Christ. For those who've made the exercises, they'll likely tell you it was life-changing. Ignatius would lead Jesuits through this 30-day retreat as part of their preparation for priesthood. Today, the spiritual exercises are still made by Jesuits at the beginning of their formation. Many lay people and people of many Christian denominations have also made the exercises. The spiritual exercises ideally is made as a silent 30-day retreat, but Ignatius allows for an adapted version for those who do not have the luxury of a month's worth of free time. This is called a 19th annotation retreat, named for its notation in the exercises, or sometimes called a retreat in everyday life. It spreads 30 days worth of meditations and prayer periods over many months. There is also an 18th annotation retreat, which allows the most flexibility and can abbreviate the experience into themes or major meditations from the exercises. The structure consists of four weeks or parts, not seven-day weeks. Before the four weeks, however, are disposition days, which prepare a retreatant to enter into the exercises. They help a retreatant get in touch with how they understand and know God. Now, the first week, 
allows us to reflect on our own life, where we've come from, our history of sin, and most importantly, how God has been faithful to us through the years despite that sin. In light of our tendencies towards sin, we resolve to follow God as we continue through the exercises. The second week is all about the call to follow Christ as disciples, and it is the longest of the four weeks. This period begins with meditations on Christ as leader, God's decision to become incarnate in the world, and Christ's nativity. Much of the week involves imaginative prayer using gospel passages from Jesus' life. We see Christ's witness and choose to make our life decisions in light of being a Christ follower. The third week is meditation on the last days and hours of Christ, from the Last Supper to the Garden to the Passion on the Cross. Here we ask for the grace of sharing in Christ's sorrow. The fourth week is a meditation on Christ's resurrection and how God ceaselessly pours out love upon us. There are other famous Ignatian meditations and insights scattered through the four weeks and the entire book of the spiritual exercises, including the two standards, rules for eating, the discernment of spirits, and making an election. From the exercises flow various themes and meditations typical of Ignatian spirituality, as well as methods of prayer like contemplation, imaginative prayer, meditation, and discernment. If you'd like to get a taste of the spiritual exercises, I recommend praying with the Desires of the Heart audio series, which we debuted several months ago. You can access that at godinallthings.com desires. You may also be interested in making an Ignatian retreat. If you visit the post that companions this podcast at godandallthings.com, you'll find some links that'll help you find a Jesuit retreat house near you. <laughs>